Welcome to All Turns and No Breaks. This isn't an ordinary show. This is NASCAR Talk for fans, by fans. NASCAR fans, welcome back to another episode of All Turns No Breaks with the fabulous two, and that's me and my man, Front Row Kenny. Kenny, what's cracking, man, brother? How you doing on this Monday? Yo, what is happening? Happy Monday. That's the day we're recording this, of course. I hope you're well. How was your work day? Man, my work day today is just like it always is on a Monday, just long and drawn out. But it's 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 over. And, and the only thing I can tell you, Kenny, that gets me through this long day is knowing that at the end of my regular work day, I can at least come here and do the podcast and talk NASCAR and 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 talk with you about it. And it, it, it really is something that I look forward to. It's the it's the one thing that gets me through the day because it's so long. <laughs> because Kenny, I'm gonna be honest with you. If if we weren't doing this podcast on Monday, I go straight to bed. <laughs> hey, look, that's that's understandable. I swear, like anytime I go through a weekend, especially when I work. So for me. I was working the um, Watkins Glen race, the sports car race. That was a six-hour event on Sunday. So I was glued to that. But, of course, I caught all the NASCAR action as well. But, yeah, it was a busy week. And for whatever reason, six hours at that moment went by like it was nothing. It started at 10 in the morning, and I did not realize it was 5 o'clock before I I knew it. It was crazy. But it was good. It was really enjoyable. Everything was enjoyable that I watched racing-wise this weekend. So, yeah. Yeah, you know, and 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 the I think the crazy thing for me was is because I was out of town all weekend because I, I think I, I remember I said this last week uh, on last week's episode I I flew down to Texas to see my family and it was kind of a, a crazy busy weekend where I flew into San Antonio and I saw my father my brother and some other family my son came up and and met me from Houston and then the very next day drove down back to Houston to visit my mother and 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 my stepdad and my other family and you know Sunday I I ended up going to visit you know my 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 son's grandmother and because believe it or not me and my ex-mother-in-law have been I think me and my ex-mother-in-law got along uh, way better after I after I divorced her her daughter more than I was when I was married to her daughter, <laughs> and it's it's so it's so crazy to say that, but it's so true. And the 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 woman is just a a wonderful soul, Kenny. And she's a, just a beautiful person, and uh, I I I had to go see her before I left because I, I, I my flight left at early afternoon. Well, actually, uh, late afternoon on Sunday evening so I, I didn't I didn't get to watch any of the races I had to go back and watch um, and watch highlights of it but I'm gonna tell you Kenny you know uh, first of all let me say it, it was great to see my family I will say that and number two I don't I, I don't ever want to wait that long to go see my family ever again because I, I, we're talking like it's, it had been three to five years before I'd seen you know probably quite quite a few of them and and um, and I'm here to tell all, all all of our all of our all turns no breaks fans and and then anybody in general out there, don't wait long to go see your family because you know that is something that you there's no excuses for that Kenny you 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 have to you have to I don't care how 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 busy you are or what excuse that you have I mean I'm sure if it's a really good excuse where you're sick and you get you're bedridden I understand that but if, if it's anything else there's no excuse you got to make time to go see your family no matter where they are you got you got to go do it no nah, look I yeah, agree yeah, with yeah, you man, Kenny. 
<laughs> I agree with you 100% because when COVID first began, I will say I I think it was just shortly. I think that was probably like shortly after February of uh, last year. And once that happened and obviously the lockdowns and everything else, I'm in North Carolina. My parents are in Maryland, but at the time, Maryland was a lot more stricter than what it you know has been obviously now. Yeah. But I hadn't had a chance to go home. And I didn't realize how much time had flown by until July of last year when I went home for the first time since December of 2019 then at that point. And and I know that doesn't sound like a long time, but I usually go home at least a few, you know, every few months or so I try to go home. And July was a little bit different. And I didn't get a chance to say this earlier in the podcast, but July was different last year because my cousin was get, was supposed to get married in Cancun originally. So mm-hmm. Last year, I was supposed to be going to Cancun and having a good time, but obviously that got dampered, unfortunately, and yeah. instead of that, my cousin held something in Maryland, and of course, like, the wedding and everything wasn't, like, you know, the full, you know, rundown and everything. They were officially married last year, but of course, the celebration went down recently this past weekend, so I just wanted to say, you know, shout out to my cousin for getting married. That's Super, super dope. New family member now. (laughs) So, you you know, it's cool. Her then boyfriend, I, we, me and my brother met him one time when he brought, she she came, I mean, he came over one time and I'm like, you know what? This guy seems pretty cool. Everybody else didn't seem that cool to me, but he was cool. And so everything eventually in time panned out and now they're married, which is really dope. So you know, shout out to them. They were in Cancun. I could not make it, unfortunately, but I was glad. That's again going back to July of last year. I was glad I was able to see everybody in July at that time yeah. when everyone came up for that. So I was glad to at least witness that, which is great. But yeah. again, shout out to my cousin for getting married this weekend. So yeah, yeah. Well, congratulations to your cousin. That's a that's a huge step in life, and who knows, Kenny Kenny might be next. Well, we'll man. We'll, uh, speaking of, speaking of which, too, uh, uh, at least not marriage, but. You know, you know, like I said, you know, it, it, it's tough when you go back and you realize you've missed out on a lot of things. And there mm-hmm. were there, there were there were people that had gotten married. I didn't realize there were people who who were unfortunately had passed away. I didn't realize. And and I mean, it's so many so many things that 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 people have have done and not done or have have moved away. It it, it just was a, a a mountain of things that I I said to myself, you know, I I can't do this again. This I, I I'm not I'm not gonna let this happened but you know like i said i was i was able to visit family and and see them and it, and it, it was so wonderful and you know i got back kenny and 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 i and i watched the highlights uh, you know because I, I i missed you know both races unfortunately but i mean what a weekend of of races man we and we are about to get into some nascar talk right now we had race 1 race 2 we're going to talk about these the the standings after all of that we got a lot of stuff with that that that's hot in motorsports and you know let's let's just go ahead and jump right on into it kenny if you want to just you know give us the top 10 list of both races let, let's go ahead and do that now yeah, it, you're you're absolutely right. It was a pretty crazy weekend of mm-hmm. racing all together. I watched a little bit of everything, but race one was probably the one that kickstarted everything off at the NASCAR <laughs> land that no one expected. Kyle Larson, probably neither, probably neither me or you either. No, I couldn't have called it. Again, this goes to <laughs> my folks out there that have seen the move, the the first and original Cars movie by Disney. 
And Lightning McQueen in the opening scene of the movie, I think I can spoil this because that movie has been out since 2006, so I'm going to say it anyway. Um, Lightning McQueen had like an eon of space and an eon of a lead to win at the track in the, in the movie, and he blew a tire on the last lap, so everyone caught up to him at the end. And Kyle Larson was the dominant man all day at Pocono, there was no doubt. Obviously, Hendrick just seems to have... Had everything go right this season so far. They are absolutely on it. And yeah. Kyle Larson on the last lap blew a tire of all things. And that ended his day. It wasn't close enough for him to somehow, some way tie it like Lightning McQueen. But <laughs> he <Yeah>. ended up, <laughs> he still managed to finish ninth, which is amazing. So he coasted it enough home to still get a top 10, which is insane. But his teammate stole the show, Alex Bowman. And he was at the right place at the right time. So shout out to Alex Bowman for getting his third win of the season. He has had a yeah. quiet, solid season so far. Yeah. Obviously, Hendrick in a, as a whole, they've been really good. So here's the remainder of the top ten. Obviously, Alex Bowman is your winner. Kyle Busch came home in second. William Byron, another Hendrick guy, came home in third. Denny Hamlin came home in fourth. Fifth was Ryan Blaney. Sixth was Kurt Busch. Seventh was Joey Logano. Eighth was Kevin Harvick, a solid top 10 for the SHR boys on Saturday. Ninth, Kyle Larson, and to round out the top 10 was Brad Keselowski. I don't even think I have a notable for the first race aside from Alex Bowman, who stole the show on Saturday. I yeah. I ain't got no more words for that. But, yeah, I, again, I said this because I know you said you watched the highlights. But watching that live was kind of shocking because I was texting my buddies, and I was like, yo, I'm like, this is over. It's a done deal. And I look up at the TV and I'm like, nah. I'm like, he's got to be gone. And then I looked down at my phone, and someone's like, no, 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 no. I was like, what? Then my TV came up eventually uh, with the stream, and I was like, yo. I was like, yo, that's crazy. It's it's happened a few times, but it was just not expected when that tire just cut down. I'm, I'm still not sure what he ran over or what happened, but that tire gave way, and that was all she wrote, so... Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know if the track gods uh, were watching <laughs> and, and didn't want Kyle Larson to win and just, th- you know, threw some tax on the. I don't. I don't know. But man, yeah. I, I just by looking at the highlights, and like I said, you know, I didn't get to watch it. And you're right. I wish I could have gotten the scene at live because I. I mean, even just watching through the highlights, just I was just like, man, I. 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 I feel like I missed a really good race. And, and listening to you explain it, now I, now I know I, I missed a really good race. So I wish I could have seen that unfold live. <laughs> no, look, it was crazy. Now, obviously, we just highlighted day one. Day two ended up turning it up a notch again. So yeah. Kyle Busch was your winner on Sunday. Uh-huh. And you couldn't have guessed it, right? Obviously, he finished second on Saturday. But the thing is, it was a game of fuel mileage. And I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be honest. I love races that come down the fuel mileage, and that's one thing I really, really like about Pocono. Pocono gives us the opportunity for teams to play the strategy game, and then also on top of that, with a shorter race and less time to really, you know, you know, maybe make one mistake here, one mistake there. The mistakes had to be at a minimum on Sunday. And, I mean, Sunday was a little bit longer, but still, it's still a shorter race compared to any other 400 or 500-mile race that we've obviously had at Pocono. So, the time was short regardless. You know, adding a couple, you know, miles to it still doesn't make a difference. It's still a short race, and you don't have a lot of time to make a mistake. And all day long, I will say the restarts at Pocono are always super crazy. 
the front stretch is long as can be. You can legitimately land an airplane on the front stretch because it is just that long, which is crazy. But yeah. Kyle Busch and his team, they were on the radio saying, look, we're good. Everyone else might not make it, but we can make it. And he came home and took home a victory, which was pretty crazy. Obviously, top 10, Kyle Busch is your winner. Kyle Larson came home in second, almost got a win the second day after what happened to him. Third place, Brad Keselowski. Kevin Harvick came home in fourth. Bubba Wallace came home in fifth. Ryan Blaney in sixth. Alex Bowman in seventh. Ryan Priest. Solid run for the JTG guys in 8th. ninth was Tyler Reddick. In 10th was Joey Logano. So, yeah, it was a, a pretty banner day all around, I think, for everybody. I think you had an opportunity to do something great, you know, each and every day from what I saw with these teams. But, yeah, they – everyone made it work. It was crazy. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it was absolutely crazy how – Things just ended up panning out the correct way for those that were able to save on fuel because William Byron, he ran out of fuel. Denny Hamlin, he ran out of fuel. You know, you had to really play your cards sharp. I mean, your, uh, your cards right, excuse me. And Bubba Wallace as well, fifth place finish, and that's the first top five for 23XI. So that was really big for them. They have been trying to get more and more and more positive momentum going their way and i think that one was that was a huge one right there like that yeah, was yeah and who knows they maybe they can maybe they can use this as a you know as a springboard to to go going forward you know kenny i mean you know a lot a lot of a lot of race you know a lot of racing teams and a lot of drivers they 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 have so many different things that they can use as motivation and sometimes you know especially for for you know a guy like Bubba Wallace and his team you know a fifth place win is is huge for them you know and you know who who knows i mean and you never know especially the way that this season has been going we've been talking about this all year you know who knows? I mean, Bubba might you know pull one out of the hat and just win one next week. Who who knows? But but you know it 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 it's definitely nice to see you know the twenty three you know round out the top five and 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 who knows what will happen from here on out for the rest of the season. Yeah, it's it's good to get this momentum, especially given the fact that we've only got seven more races left before the playoffs. But I think in racing, it's weird. It's almost like just. I guess you could say it's not like every other sport, but momentum is probably a very heavy thing and a very real thing for teams and just continually to, to domino affect those top fives, those top tens or, you know, top 15s. You know, you got to have a slow progression to it, especially given the fact that we're talking about a, a brand new team in the 2021 season. It's it's fresh. They're, they're still fresh. They're still learning. And, you know, good good on them this week. It's it's pretty good to see that because I'm sure that's a relief and, and mentally it's got to do you good. I mean, just think about it. Anything you do in life, you continuously do good things a day after day after day. It's going to feel good and it's also yeah, right. going to get better and better each time. So, you know, I, I think that I think that's a perfect thing. And matter of fact, I'll use the illusion to me playing in a softball league. So shout out to all my racing homies that are in this <laughs> softball league that we do on Wednesday nights. It's a cool league. It's just real chill. Real cool vibes. We have a good time. And That's so awesome. I personally never played baseball like or for a team or anything growing up. But I played it in oh, gym. Okay. 
And I liked it, though. So we played softball. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go get me a glove. Give me some actual gloves so when I bat and everything. I'm going to go play in the softball league with the homie Brad. Oh, so I, 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 I'm sure, I know I would like to see this, but I'm sure our fans of all <laughs> no breaks would like to see you throwing a baseball. Just <laughs> Hey, man, look. You know what? I shocked myself. I, I swear, I have shocked myself the last couple weeks. Like, my own, I told my homie Dontre, I was like, man, look. I'm going to come out here today and say, look, all I want to do is get one hit. I'm trying to start slow because I don't play baseball. So I'm like, I just want to get a hit. I just want to get a single. We cool. That's all I'm asking for. First game I have a tr- first game I ever played, I got two hits on the RBI. So I was like, all right, okay, cool. Look at you. All right. I, I was like, okay, cool. You know, so and as we continue to play, I play better. And I'm like, yo, this is cool. <laughs> Having fun. And again, it's. That's what I'm talking about. You got to have those moments where you just keep going up and up and up and, you know, yeah. building up on momentum. And, yeah. of course, not kicking yourself down because it's easy to do that. But, yeah, I right. think that's been the struggle right. point for that team. And they're slowly but surely getting to where they want to be. And you know what? Seven races left. We've got some pretty crazy ones. As I can list them off here. As we go to Road America this weekend, mm-hmm. Atlanta – New Hampshire, and then actually, all turns no breaks, fans. We're gonna have a little bit of a break, two weeks break, actually. If I'm, if I'm doing my math correctly, the Olympics. Oh, there's an Olympic break, so after New Hampshire, we're off for two weeks. We, we, you will not see us until August. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. And I'm gonna tell you, and no, and no offense, but you know, just like Tam used to say, no, no offense, fans, but I'm looking forward for that break. You know, sometimes you just need a break and just kind of relax. Oh, I'm going on vacation. There's no <laughs> doubt. I am going on vacation. I have to take a little bit of a vacation before the last ten races of the year. So, yeah, or seventeen maybe. races of the year. How you want to go about it? But there you go. Um, well. Well, speaking of vacations, Todd Gordon is stepping down after the 2021 season, which is Blaney's crew chief. What, what, what's, what's that all about? Yeah, I mean, he talked about it. I saw it. It came out like early this morning. He talked about the fact that I want to spend more time with my family. I mean, I get it. It's a grind. This is a almost year, probably almost year round for him. Yeah. Um. um Short time, you know, not a whole lot of time off, especially in between the weeks. You know, you're home for a couple of days, but, you know, you're back in the shop. You're at the shop late. <laughs> you get up in the morning early. Your yeah. days go long. You know, it, it's it's a grind, no doubt about it. So, and as long as Todd Gordon has been doing this, I can totally, I can totally understand why, you know, he think, you know, not even think he's going to retire after this season. I, I totally understand, man. It's a... It's not an easy job by any means. It's a tough one. It's a lot of stress on you, no doubt about it. So I don't blame him for saying, hey, it's time for me to step down. He's been around in racing since 1998. That's a long time, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a long time to be doing a job. He's been a crew chief for quite some time, you know, an engineer at some points in time. But, yeah, it it's just going to – it happens to everybody is the way I want to say that. It just happens to everybody. And, you know, when you got family and you want to see your kids grow up and you want yeah, to spend more time yeah, with absolutely. your wife or, you know, however it be. I, I get it. And, and, you know, Kenny, you, you, it's hard to it's hard to argue with that. You know what I mean? You, you, it's like how can you how can you not want, you know, anybody not to spend more time with their family, especially mm-hmm. when you have young children like, you know, most athletes do. It doesn't have to be NASCAR. It can be any any sport that you like. It can be football, baseball, soccer, whatever the sport is. You know, you can't hate on on a, on a, on an athlete when they when they want to spend time you know, with their family, you know what I mean? It's just, it's just part of life and it, it's part of what comes 
with the territory of being a professional athlete, Kenny, we we both know this. And, you know, when, when it comes to, to wanting to spend time with family, you know, you can't, I mean, you can't hate on that. It's, it's, I mean, that, 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 that's just life, you know? Yeah. I, I wholeheartedly agree. I mean, you know, everything obviously for the good comes to an end sometimes. And, you know, I, I think when you've done something for a long time, you look at it. I mean, 23 years in NASCAR is a long time and you, can do the amount of races that is and that's a, a ton <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> you know exactly. that is a that is a ton so you know salute to him he's definitely had a had a career obviously has won a championship with joey logano i, I don't think he has anything to lose i don't think he has anything more to gain if i'm being honest because to be honest with you if i was a crew chief and i captured a championship yeah. and i wanted to, and if you but if i hung it up after that i couldn't i wouldn't be mad at myself and i don't think anybody else would but hey yeah, you know, exactly. you just, you just, yeah. I think it's a thing you just know. I feel like I haven't obviously come to that point in time to think about a retirement of any sort, but you know, I feel like you just come at that point where you're like, okay, I've done everything I wanted to do. I want to do more, you know, for myself with my family or, you know, whoever or whatever. So I get it. I a hundred percent get it. Well, you know, you brought up Joey Logano's name and not speaking of Joey Logano, but as of team Penske and his teammate, Brad Keselowski was mentioned in a tweet that Roosh Fenway, you know, possibly has a done deal with Keselowski going, to, uh, you know, o- over there, you know, to become driver and co-owner starting in 2022 season. You know, I, 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 I you know, th- Kenny, man, you know, this, this, this thing, you know, all of these, all of these moves and stuff, you know, I don't think I've, I've ever seen so many <laughs> changes in moves so much in the sport than I have in NASCAR. And, and, and I've, I think I've said this many a times on this podcast, even when Tam was, was uh, still with us, but I'm like, it's enough to drive you you're crazy. It's enough to make you dizzy. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, but, but that's, that's NASCAR, you know, but, but apparently I guess that, that, that's, that's the, the, the word coming out that, that I, it was mentioned on a tweet. And if you um, haven't seen it or, 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 if you're you're looking for, I believe it was Adam. I believe it was Adam Stern that tweeted that. Am, am I correct there, Kenny? Yeah. So Stern tweeted it out. Keslowski also tweeted on the other day, and he was like, oh, "Hey, there you go. he was like, hey, well, I don't know what is going on, but he was like, yeah, let me log out of Twitter because <laughs> yeah, I, I know the the situation at Penske is probably a little bit tight. It's not exactly official, official, but in most people's eyes, when anything comes out of Adam Stern, it is automatically the thing, and it is happening. I think yeah. it seems like it's going to be a thing from what most people are understanding. Nobody really has got the idea of what Ryan Newman is going to do, and it seems like that could be possibly the end. Nobody exactly knows if that's the case, but it's starting to look more evident that he'll be at Roush Fenway Racing, and he's trying to become a you know a part-time owner, a driver owner. And the reason why I think this is even going to happen in the first place is, well, for one, if y'all don't know, Brad Keselowski obviously owned a truck team, and he shut that down not super, super long ago. But the reason why was obviously because it wasn't really lucrative. He really wasn't breaking even, and you know it's kind of hard to it's kind of hard to run a team when you can't really you know even remotely break even that makes a difference you know so it money does make a difference i don't care what you say but rolling into 2022 which a lot of people understand as this is probably going to be one of the cheapest entry points to become a cup team or have a cup team or have a stake in a cup team with this brand new car so that's why you've seen gms racing 
in colleague racing as well add on to the fact that well hey we're going up the cup now of course there's one more guy that is rumored to that and not sure if he's too famous not sure if you guys have no idea who he is but Dale Jr., of course, with JRM, there has been he has had that conversation before in me in a media in a media conference. And, you know, he thought about, of course, I think he's thinking about it from what he said. And he's like, well, it, this is going to be the cheapest time to get in the cup. It, it is It's going to be a very cheap time. Now, that does not mean it's going to be dollar store cheap. It's going to be a lower price point that you probably ever can. And you also got to think a lot of these teams are going to end up selling a lot of that inventory that they have, a.k.a. a lot of those older cars, to ARCA because they're the only ones that are really running the body. So they're going to get rid of the you know current generation of body and give it to them because that's what they're running. So, you know, there's also money to be made. But, yeah, it's really interesting that he made this choice. But I'm assuming this is more so not even a worry about being more so competitive. It's more so getting on the ownership side of anything. I'm sure he's going to, you know, obviously do the best he can, but I'm sure his focus is probably more so on the business side than anything because sooner or later, Brad Keselowski going to be in the same boat. He may not be driving anymore, you know, so it's it's all a domino effect and it'll continue to, you know, change over the next like five years. I know we say it all the time on this podcast before about changing of the guard. The guard keeps changing. Things keep changing. Things are going to keep changing. This is not a time where it's going to be super level. There's going to be more yeah. on the way. So, obviously, in the next few years or so, NASCAR definitely expect more. So, it'll be interesting to see how that pans out and if it officially becomes, you know, later in the season when it's announced. Because sometimes what happens is deals can go through early, but because of contract loopholes and all these other things, you have to wait until a certain time and some and some time frame. It's been said that Penske does have a – certain release point where you can release news as such and i think it comes usually towards the end of the season so we'll see um how that pans out but very interesting move yeah yeah very very interesting well with continuing with uh, adam stern and 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 a a whole bunch of other moves yeah uh, uh, my man jeff gordon he's 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 uh, gonna leave the fox booth for a role at Hendrick Motorsports, I mean, what <laughs> man? Who, it, it was time, it, it, I yeah, guess. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess it was time. I I always felt like Jeff Gordon was going to end up being like the owner of the owner of Hendrick Motorsports once he eventually, like once Rick Hendrick eventually steps down completely. Yeah, I could definitely I mean, see him like doing that, right? It makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, he had a lifetime I mean, contract with them at one point, so I mean. Hey, it it just all makes sense. Like it literally just makes sense. But yeah, well, Todd Gordon, Jeff Gordon, any other Gordon? I, I, just, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's just it, it's crazy how you know all the moves are, are are going. You know, and 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 everything that's happening in in, in NASCAR this year. You know, all of this stuff is just, I think, it just goes to show you what kind of crazy year we've been having, not just on the track, but off the track as well, you know, and I think it just fits into exactly how this whole year has been unfolding, and and, and look how many races we still have left, Kenny, you know? Yeah, it's it's been a crazy year. Everything has been tips topsy turvy as we get closer and closer to the playoffs. But the Jeff Gordon thing is very interesting in its own right because people did apparently enjoy him in the booth with Clint as well in this addition. So now it'll just be Mike Joy and Clint, which is very interesting. So I guess they'll 
again, it's not 100% yet, but it's looking like it'll be a two-man versus three-man, which it has been at times. So it'll be interesting to see who replaces him. If not, I mean, I guess it'll end up being Mike Joy and Clint Boyer, and you know, Larry Mack will be, of course, in the Starless Studios. I, I know people want him back in the booth, but I think – as long as he's been around in this sport and as much travel he's probably done in his lifetime, I'm sure he probably wants a bit of a break. So I I can see why that wouldn't happen for that reason, yeah, for right. his own, you know, for his own thing. They may want that to happen. I'm not sure, but it just all makes sense for him to, you know, still do what he does. But if he does come back to the booth, he'll be a welcome feature to the booth, no doubt about it. So Yeah, for sure. So I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll agree with that. Yeah, I've always enjoyed Larry Mack's commentary. Like, he's very knowledgeable. Like, I mean, ridiculously knowledgeable, if I'm being honest. (laughs) Yeah, that's for sure. But so, well, well, I mean, I think we pretty much covered whatever, I think, what was on our agenda today. I think if we're we're, we're okay with that, are we down to go into some, uh, some predictions for Road America? Yeah, let's do it. All right, well, here we go. It is time for some predictions road america here we come it's time for race predictions so you know i'm gonna i'm gonna go with a couple of drivers here and i the first driver that i'm going as my top or as my as my top winner this weekend is is only because i you know we we've already talked about him uh today on on the podcast and i think just the way he's been driving lately, I think he's going to come out and just kind of like just surprise everybody with with with, with a win. And I and I think that people are probably not going to least expect him to win. But I'm going to go with Brad Keselowski. Believe it or not, I'm I'm going with the number two car as my winner. And for my alternative pick, I'm actually going to go with Denny Hamlin. Kenny, I'm going to go with the number 11, Denny Hamlin, as my alternative pick. And I'm going with Brad Keselowski as my as my winner uh, to win the race officially. So those are my picks. I'm sticking with them. What say you, my man Kenny? Okay, it has been a long, long time. I, I When I say a long time, it has been a long time since NASCAR has been to Road America, as in the Cup Series, of course. It has been a very long time. The Xfinity Series and the... Yeah, the Xfinity Series has been there a few times. They've been there a few times since 2010, so they've been there... They've had 11 races there, which is pretty cool. Last time the Cup Series actually went to Road America, I was not even close to being thought of. It was in 1956. Tim Flock (laughs) won that race in a 56 Mercury, so that was a long, long time ago, but I think... Neither one of us were born, Kenny. No. See what I mean? (laughs) That's exactly what I'm talking about. That's how long it's been, but... Road America is one of my favorite road courses for NASCAR, also IndyCar, and even IMSA as well. It puts on one hell of a show. It's a great road course. I personally love it, no doubt about it. It's a great one, but I'm super excited to see the Cup Series go here for the 4th of July weekend. So, that being said, I am going to go with Christopher Bell as my main pick. He won earlier in Daytona on the road course. Got a very early win for himself to lock himself into the playoffs. And then my alternative pick is actually going to be another person. Well, this person has not won just yet, but they've been having a pretty good year and is a pretty good road course driver. I'm going with Chris Buescher, believe it or not. So I'm going way out for these picks. And I really do feel strongly about both of them. So hopefully they do well, regardless if they don't win or not. But those are my picks. I'm sticking to them. And Renee, you can close us out. 
All right. Well, Kenny, man, those are some great picks. I, I, I might even take that to Vegas and, uh, and, and drop those names on there. <laughs> hey, man, do it. Yeah, if you and especially if you're feeling good about those names, I mean, I can imagine what that payout might be. But those are our picks. So what say you fans of All Turns No Breaks? Who do you think is going to win this weekend, and who do you think is going to be an alternative pick that you might think might win the race? Why don't you go ahead and send them to us on our social media across the board at Turns No Breaks. Again, across the board, you can uh, send us your information at Turns no breaks all right now my 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 birthday is tomorrow i won't tell you how old i'm gonna be but i can only tell you this kenny i stopped counting after 37 so i'm not quite sure how old i'm gonna be but that was about, <laughs> that, was, that was probably practically about 10 years ago so <laughs> i'm gonna enjoy my tomahawk steaks tomorrow because i am going for some tomahawk steaks tomorrow for my birthday and all you folks out there and all you NASCAR fans, uh, wherever you might be, enjoy your holiday weekend. Have a wonderful 4th of July weekend. Please be safe. Please, if you're going to pop fireworks, do it safely. Watch your kids. Watch each other. And if not, if you want to do it safe, then go to a park. Go to anywhere that you might see fireworks. It definitely is uh, a lot of fun, especially when you have the kids and the family. But whatever you do, be safe. Be kind to each other. For Kenny, myself, and all the fans of All Turns No Breaks, we really appreciate you listening to us and supporting us uh, all of this time. Thank you, and we'll see you again next week on another episode of All Turns No Breaks. See y'all. Drink y'all water, please. Thanks so much for tuning in. 